What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, today I raised the desk so you're going to have a more elevated kind of view of the live today. Um, fantastic day today, right? You guys know um, I've been doing a lot recently. I have that Team BC partnership opportunity happening tomorrow. So if you're watching this right now on Friday or early Saturday, I will be hosting it in my office and streaming it worldwide for people who are interested in learning more about partnering with Team BC and all the benefits and requirements associated with it. TeamBCEvents.com in order to secure your ticket. Um, I have a ton of people confirmed to come already. Um, it won't be long. It'll be 30, 45 minutes. Um, so that's happening tomorrow. All the other stuff is in the description. I released internally from my coaching program, the Business Planning Mastery. And I think we're selling it for like 17 bucks or something like that. Uh, you can find that as well. Um, I thought it would be beneficial for people. So the back end team and the marketing team kind of put that together for you guys. Um, I think it would be very beneficial for you because that's a pivotal thing that you need for your business. And a lot of people don't do it right and they don't see it through correctly for the whole year. So you have a complete kind of system with that uh, kind of little snippet and mastery course that, that um, I'm putting out for people. Okay, so let's get into it, right? Let's uh, Let's talk about Dealing with criticism, hate, and nasty comments. By the way, some people have been asking, this is tea. This one is chamomile. All it has is chamomile, water, right? Pretty natural. Criticism, hate, and nasty comments, okay? The more you're in the public eye like me, the more you're going to deal with that, whether through social media or in person. You're either going to hear a hearsay or someone's going to DM you or leave a nasty comment, right? Now, to give you the full circle objective viewpoint of this thing, in the last 24 hours, I've received one or two nasty DMs and comments. And I've also received a ton of, on the opposite end of the spectrum, super cool ones, right? I've gotten you know one or two bad DMs the last day or so, right? And I look at them differently now. But also, I just had a podcast today with Adam Hancock, right? Uh, the Built on YouTube podcast uh, gave me a great compliment and monologue at the end. So I appreciate that. Salute to him, right? Um, I've had other people reach out to me today like, oh, man, thank you so much for this. Or can you help me with this? So I've experienced both ends of that spectrum in a 24-hour period. But I know that's the way it happens. And I'm in a different position now, mentally, 10 years into the game and older and wiser than I was 10 years ago when I started on social media, right? So today I kind of want to walk you through uh, some of the stuff that I went in my journey that will help you with this. Because again, whether online or in person, you're going to deal with criticism, hate, nasty comments, and that kind of stuff, okay? So the first thing is this. You have to be able to disassociate. That's the first thing. Meaning, right? Let's take me, for example. Somebody watches this live or a video and says, I don't like you. You're a piece of shit, blah, 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 right? To everybody watching, do they really know me? Do they really know me? Or are they responding to what they perceive or something they personally don't like, which is their opinion? And everybody's has the right to have it, right? But but answer that. Do they really know me to even make that assessment where I would feel, man, I feel less of myself or I don't feel good, right? And the answer is no, okay? If we take this into a day-to-day -day sales scenario, right? You go door-to-door, -door, you make a cold call, and somebody's nasty with you, like it happened to me. 
get off my porch, you loser. You're a bad salesperson. Only desperate people go door to door, right? Or on the call. You're the worst salesman. You must be new and you suck and quit, you know, get a real job, blah, blah, blah. Now, the first time you hear that, it sucks. And you may have, you may have heard that today, this last week, this last year, and you didn't like it. It didn't feel good. One thing I can give you that helped me early on is this. This is the reframe for you. They're not rejecting you or angry at you. They're angry at your offer or what you represent in that moment. I'll say it again. They're not mad, cussing at, upset with you. They're getting mad, upset at, and cussing at the offer and their perception of it in that moment. Let that sit with you for a second. You see, it's not about you. It's about what you represent in that moment or your product or service. Because what's behind that too is when you contact somebody or they come to you on your social media, you go door to door, you call somebody, you're each entering each other's world for a second. And you don't know prior to you entering each other's world what was happening a couple minutes, an hour, a week before that moment. Okay. Let me give you another example. I knock on a door, right? And this happened to me. Somebody opens the door upset. Now, at this point, this one example I'm giving you, I was already pretty good and used to this. So I navigated the conversation. Long story short, the person was rude. I stuck in there. I did my stuff. We talked. We ended up exchanging information. Okay. I receive a text from that person the next day saying, Hey, I really apologize for my behavior at the door. I had just found out 30 minutes before you came that you know, my grandfather died and it made me really upset because I felt like somebody was, he gave me a whole story, right? But when I knocked on the door and I talked to him and we interacted in that moment, I didn't know. You're just thinking, oh, here's a guy who's being a dick to me. Here's a guy who's being an asshole to me, right? But you don't know those details. So you don't know what happens before you enter their world and they're rejecting your offer, your service, or what you represent, not you personally, meaning disassociation. You, your work, and your offer, they're rejecting this, not this, right? So this understanding in this realm of dealing with criticism, hate, judgment, nasty comments, whatever it is, this will take time. You can, in theory, understand what I just said, but until it happens enough to you and it clicks and you're aware and calm in that moment, it'll never fully register for you, right? But this is more of a scientific, philosophical, objective approach to the situation because for anybody to take massive action and deal with the amount of resistance and rejection, uh, rejection you'll get as an entrepreneur, you're going to have to deal with this. And if you want to make it to the top, top, top 5%, top 10%, you're going to have to master this, right? So what are some modern day manifestations of not mastering this? We'll take a look at the world right now, right? How many celebrities have you guys seen now, currently, going to happen soon or in the past who are miserable, depressed, committed suicide, taking a lot of drugs, right? Around the subject. They're in the limelight and they have all the fame in the world, but mentally they can't handle people who don't like them and the pressure of that, right? And by not dealing with it and not being able to grow in that part of your life, that's the result. You turn to drugs or you turn to something to cope with that instead of doing the real work to step into mastery, which would be to handle that. Because 
if I took the average viewer of mine and then I put on their plate what I deal with on a daily basis, both praise and hate, it would break most of them. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying 10 years ago, it would have broken me what I'm dealing with now as well. I've had to develop and grow. But I've thrown myself into the lion's den every day dealing with this stuff. Right? And maybe in the future, on future broadcasts, I'll do certain segments where I show you guys. I'll blur, blur out people's names and I'll show you the messages I get just so you can see how much people try to talk shit, right? But if I'm ever, because I want to address this real quick before we move on. If I'm ever to address it, like say something to them, put them in their place or something like that. If I ever do that, it's in spirit of trying to stop people who I perceive to be bullies understanding that that message they sent to me that does nothing to me could mentally destroy somebody else. And this is why I hate bullies and people who go around just giving their unwarranted opinion all the time when they're nasty with people, because if somebody's not primed yet mentally, that can destroy them. And I think you're, you're, you're robbing somebody of potential by doing that in a malicious way. There's nothing wrong with people toughening up, but if everybody or a lot of people are going around just being nasty for no reason and being dicks, and saying nasty comments because they can hide behind a screen or the anonymity or the anonymous nature of the internet. I think that's BS. I think that's bullshit. And that's why sometimes I'll make an example of somebody. And you guys have seen me in the past, right? Where I'll screenshot a conversation of somebody and post it on Facebook and kind of roast them, right? Because those people in those moments when I do that, I'm not doing it out of spite. I'm doing it to teach that person a lesson because in that moment, it's required. So over the years, you might have seen that maybe once or every, once every year or two, I might do that. Now, part of the other reason is to cover myself. I want all the evidence of a conversation or a back and forth. That way they don't try to manipulate the data. You always want to protect yourself, right? So in your day-to-day -day life, right? One of the first things you can do to start to assimilate some of this information I've given you in the beginning is to forcibly, manually yourself, put yourself in situations now where this can potentially happen to you to train that muscle, right? You put stuff online on your channel. You go live on your YouTube and your Facebook, right? You post something on your Instagram and Facebook that maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable doing. You show and put yourself out there in a way in real life and online that you know pushes that comfort zone, the edge of your comfort zone, because you know potentially somebody can say something, right? It could be as simple as approaching somebody on the street knowing that you're not good yet and you're probably going to get rejected, right? But see, if you did, would that really be a bad thing? Because in most cases, it's going to happen and then you're going to say, well, after the intensity of the moment, you're going to say, that wasn't even as bad as I thought. And then you're going to go again and again. And that's where real growth and development happens, right? Versus you don't do it and you play this mental game where now your delusions and your fantasies become more real than real life. And then you become governed and controlled by that. You become governed and limited by your own personal limitations and your lack of ability to confront life. Because that's what it is. Rejection, criticism, hate, nasty comments are a part of life. Why? You will experience this side and the other side of it. You will experience praise, right? Adoration compliments. You will. You will experience both in this lifetime, right? Now, to varying degrees, some months you're going to get more hate, but it's it's going to be an ebb and flow, but you're going to experience both because that's what it is to be a human being. And one 
of these categories would not exist without the other, right? So that's the interesting nature of life. And when you view it from that standpoint and embrace it as such, you live differently. Now you know, hey, when I go out there, I have just as much of a probability to receive hate or praise, good vibes or bad vibes. And what I found through my experience is even though it's a coin toss, the lion's share of the time, meaning most of the time, you're going to experience goodness and wholeness from people because I have a level of experience going door to door and cold calling and dealing with strangers on a mass scale in a particular you know time period for, of a couple years that I can say unanimously, different places, right? Different locations, all kinds of people, men, women, different races, different religions, that most people are decent people. And the lion's share of your interactions with the world are going to be neutral to pretty good. Very few times are you going to have very nasty people, threats, being cussed out, getting extreme amounts of hate or nasty comments, right? Like that's a small amount. But what do we do that's a mistake in this process is you'll go on your YouTube, right? Or you'll remember your day. And maybe you had 30 conversations today and probably most of them were good. But what do you do? You focus on the one that was an asshole. And you talk to people about him and you keep remembering it, right? And you keep reliving that moment. So what does that do? It blurs out the 29, aka the 97% of your good interactions. And if you focus on this 3% that was garbage and you make it into something that it's not. That's where the human comes in with their mental mechanism and fucks it up, right? Which is why we have to constantly fine tune the mind and our processes because that's incorrect. If you're going to assess that situation, you, by virtue of that, have to assess all the situations to get a general consensus on the data that you received. And you say 29 interactions were good, one was bad. Therefore, I cannot, logically speaking, harp on the fact that I got a negative one. To add on to that, I would say, why is it when people are negative, you have this extreme adverse reaction? But when people are kind to you or they put a good foot forward and they smile, you don't bask in that. How come you don't give that any credit? How come you don't give that any acknowledgement? But you'll give the acknowledgement to the bad. Doesn't make sense, guys. So from a living life standpoint, this becomes very simple. What makes it challenging is navigating the emotions of the moment. And when you begin to become more aware and grounded and present in those moments, it's easier for you to stop, relax, slow down, and make the right moves and not overreact. Because when you get emotional, it goes away, right? You got to bring it back to now. Feel the emotion, but still use your mind. And, and sit through that uncomfortable feeling because it goes away. Right? Imagine somebody's outside of your house pissed off, right? What do we do? We open the door and we yell at them. Let them sit out there for five minutes. And watch if you compare their level of anger when they first knock to five minutes later, it's going to be less because then now they have to start trying to keep the anger, right? But we've become so accustomed to avoid or think we can avoid that we haven't learned to sit with emotions, understanding that we will feel the broad range of emotions as human beings. Why? Because we're flawed and we're human beings. That's just our nature. 
by virtue of us being individuals on this planet, meaning we're all different, there's going to be things that we like about one another and things that we dislike. Therefore, hate, criticism, praise, adoration, all are a part of this. The people that you vibe with, you're going to like, and the people that you don't, you're going to hate or criticize. That's just the nature of it. There's nothing good or bad intrinsically about that. That's just nature. That's just life. But when we start to try to change these things or fight them or uh, argue about them or complain about them, nothing happens except for you getting in a negative emotional state that leads to nowhere. Nowhere. So maybe this, this talk so far is a little bit more intellectual than you thought it was going to be, right? Or maybe you thought I was going to give you some one, two, three system, but this is, this is really the key to mastery of these types of subjects is we have to go a little bit deeper and understand these things from an intellectual perspective, also paralleled and connected with our nature as human beings. Otherwise, all these solutions and advice are surface level. And it does people very little in regards to benefit. Because we know when we fix stuff on the surface, when you put a Band-Aid on, when you focus on the symptom instead of the problem, what happens? The problem persists. When you focus on thoughts, ideas, and actions instead of identity, values, and beliefs, looking to change people, meaning the surface versus the deep-rooted stuff at the bottom, change is temporary and they fall back to their old habits. But if you go down to underneath the soil and rip it out from the root, now we can make a change. And most of the solutions out there and conversations and tactics all deal with the surface level, right? I'm interested in complete transformation, not motivation, not temporary solutions, permanent, long-lasting change in solutions. That's what we need to be focused on. Now, that takes longer and it's a lot more work intensive. However, well worth it because the work is done and then it's done and you have an ongoing maintenance. That's it. It's almost like if you get in really good shape, 5% body fat ripped as hell, right? You're going to have to maintain that, right? And you're going to have to make sure you keep some measures in place to maintain it. But if you go back to the old stuff, you're going to lose it all and gain the weight and not look good and not perform. So you have to have some sort of maintenance plan to keep it going, right? Cool. So going back to one of the recommendations I made of putting yourself out there, how many of you are actually doing that? actively every day and keeping it as a priority because this this stuff isn't going to handle itself because initially all the software you have in your mind is at the level of monkey see monkey do meaning what you saw growing up and what you experienced in your environment in response to these things is your initial subconscious programming so if your parents yelled and fought people who criticized them and hated them and gave them nasty comments guess what you're going to do automatically? You're going to do the same. On the opposite end, if you had parents or examples around you that would run away from confrontation and hide and cower, you will automatically do the same, right? So we have to, again, these mechanisms, explore them, find out what our automatic response is, and then at that level, change it. Change the beliefs and philosophies and ideas behind that at that level to then begin to change the automatic responses on the surface. But by putting yourself in these situations, you'll begin to bring that up and you'll begin to pay attention to it. You see, but this active process isn't comfortable. This reworking and rewiring process. This is why most people run away from true development, true transformation, 
because it's not pretty. It's not pretty. It's very tough and it requires you to be vulnerable with yourself and potentially other people. And if you're not okay with that, you're never going to change. You're never going to change, right? But when you start to do that, you, you start to become more in the moment and become more aware. And now you can spot these things. And now you can start to create change. And now the right questions are going to come up and the right action steps are going to come up. You're going to suddenly become more interested in studying that stuff and the wheels will get turning and the change will occur. But you got to be able to make it through that pain period and willingly yourself put yourself in those scenarios. That's why, like for me, coming into the real estate game and sales game and forcing myself to go out there and go door to door and make cold calls was the best decision I could ever make. Not just from a money-making standpoint, but from a personal development standpoint, from an emotional intelligence standpoint, from a self-identification standpoint, from a self-esteem standpoint, from a communication standpoint, all that stuff just absolutely transformed me in every way, shape, and form. And I've been saying this for 10 years. But again, this route is not easy. And everybody wants easy. That's why they avoid it. And I like talking about the benefits of it aside from the dollars so people understand the potency of this. And maybe to the few people who will actually do it, they'll get it. Yes, it's going to be painful. Yes, it's not pretty. Yes, it sucks at times. Yes, you may cry like I did my first year a couple of times, but it's worth it. Worth it. Because of who you become in the process. And then if who you become grows and develops and gets better, guess what? Anything you touch improves. Your business improves. Your relationships, right? Your physical fitness your focus, your self-esteem, right? All that stuff elevates because you have elevated. Most people have it backwards. They think they can do stuff on the surface or change these things. But if you don't change, you will be held by that common denom denominator of where you're at. You heard Jim Rohn say stuff like your income won't exceed your level of personal development. That, that's what he's referencing there. If you've ever heard that quote, right? Rest in peace to Jim Rohn, right? That's what he's referencing. Now it's beyond just money, but that's what he's referring to. Because that same skill set, again, to the person who's underdeveloped versus the person who's more developed, this guy can utilize the skill set much more than this guy. Same skill set, same blueprint. He'll get way better results than this guy, right? Because they're more well-versed and actively in the process that I've been describing for 20, 25 minutes here, right? And this is where the focus needs to be, guys. And this is why myself, I've always approached this from a more holistic and well-rounded approach versus I'm just going to talk about real estate and just talk about sales because it's not going to benefit people as much. Okay. So understand that this category is a, is of a big deal as you make it. You guys will be blown away, especially some of you who really like, let's say you like me or you um, really take my advice to heart. Some of the nasty comments I get, you might even be like, wait, where does that even come from? Right. The, at the same time, that's why I don't take it serious versus before I would have been mad. Hey, fuck you, man. Like I would have responded and made a big deal. I don't care anymore, dude. But compare me now to 10 years ago. I've evolved so much in every category, communication, personal development, income, right? Beliefs, philosophies, everything has gone. Whoosh. Yet those same people will say, you suck now and you've gone backwards and you've changed and blah, 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 right? I don't know where they get this shit from right? So what will you do specifically? That becomes the question now in order to implement this and change. Because this subject is, 
is very fickle for most people. It's a touchy subject. Most people won't sit down and say, hey, man, these are my flaws. Help me out. They won't. Everyone's like, oh, no, everything is good. Business is good. And they can't pay their rent. You saw the Instagram post I made earlier. 49% of real estate agents sold one or no homes in 2023. 50%. 50%. And do you want to know how many agents I talked to over this last year? Oh, business is good. I got it all figured out. Half of those phone calls were those people. Yet in the same breath, they utter, everything is good. You see? So you have to get real about this subject, y'all. And I really implore you to start reading, start asking questions, start becoming more familiar with your thought process, your belief system, your automatic responses in all these areas. Because when you do, you can identify where you need work and what needs to change. Okay? So I appreciate you guys watching. Check out all the links in the description. We'll see you tomorrow for those of you who want to partner up with Team BC. Remember the business planning masterclass that's available for you at like 90% off. You can check that out in the description as well. Um, any other comments you have, let me know. Any other questions, hit me up. We'll see you. Have a good weekend. Potentially, I'll see you tomorrow, if not on Sunday. All right. Good night.